0: Welcome to another episode of A Sip of Crime. You know, before before we get started, like I, this one bothers me a little bit. You know, like the people who, like we we've talked about, like people who are out there are supposed to protect and serve yeah. the community. I, I don't even want to introduce myself at this point. I don't because like this one bothered me in a way because like the way the government use this thing but i i, I digress i'm going to introduce ourselves because i feel like it's the right thing to do right you know always got my man no easy it ain't cheesy being easy
1: nothing sleazy just
0: you know, tease me <laughs> I got him and you know i'm mac with the mac truck whatever you want to call it you know like
1: mac with the rack
0: i ain't got no rack but, with once racks. You, but once you go mac you might not go back oh pause <laughs>
1: oh
0: shit oh pause um, but today's story, you know, we're going to talk about the murder of Susan Smith, but also the crime was committed by, by who, who did it?
1: It was an FBI agent, a female body, oh wait, that's the wrong one, <laughs> <laughs> FBI agent Mark Putnam.
0: She he was... said female body inspector. <laughs> <laughs> God, him <if> again,
1: <laughs> uh. No, but for real, this was a murder done by Mark Puna, who was an FBI agent. But let's go ahead and get into a little bit of background information on Susan, the victim, in this story. Susan was born in 1961 in Mate Warm, West Virginia. She was born to Sidney and Tracy Daniels. Uh, Sid was his name for short. He was a former coal miner, but they basically lived in poverty. Susan was the fifth of nine children, and they moved to Freeburn, Kentucky, when she was an infant she went to school out there but she did drop out in the seventh grade just because the family didn't have enough money at the time to support all the nine kids going into education so eventually a lot of her kids ended up dropping out susan did meet her husband kenneth smith that's where the name change comes from but he wasn't the greatest of guys i mean not to judge anybody you know this is a judgment-free zone but kenneth was a local dealer of mm-hmm. pcp meth and some cocaine he was 22 when he met Susan, and she at the time was 15. Mac, mm-hmm. that's seven years, and she's a
0: minor. I mean, so it a little was little... a rural redneck area too, so yeah. keep, keep that in mind. But that's that's just, that's, that's a red flag. At, but at that time, the first red flag really—it's I mean, been, been a risen. lot of red flags, but it at, has that been time, risen different times, different times.
1: Red flags have been risen different times, regardless. In the 1970s, they got married, in the late 1970s, but Ken was later arrested in 1979. He got put away for some time. In the mid-1880s, no, not 1880s, 1980s, Susan did have two of his children, but shortly after, they divorced. And even though they divorced, they still shared the house together, raised the kids together, but they weren't legally married.
0: Yeah, so he's just like, they were housemates. Basically. And also being like co parenting at the same time. That's cool. I mean, you know,
1: that, that takes a lot of uh,
0: maturity, I guess you could say. A lot of maturity, even though, because they were both drug fiends. Mm-hmm.
1: And also, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: I mean, it yeah, is what it is. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. But whatever worked, it worked for them. It right. allowed them to be in the kids' life and also somewhat have to deal with each other in the day to day, but not as often as they used to. Right. Back in the day. But now we're going to go into the. Uh, female body inspector. Well, in this case, he really was a female body inspector. He was inspecting Susan's body. Yes, he was. <laughs> and his name is Mark Putman. Um, story, story starts in the past where his mom was uh, one of those, like, massage therapists. Um, and back, back in those times, guys would go in there and, like, would ask for a happy ending. I mean, this still happens to this day. Yeah. But this one guy kept coming constantly and then she was she was like nah man like she told her manager she's like no 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 he's asking for happy endings blah 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 and then she started she started stealing clients and bringing doing her own thing telling people started scheming people telling hey like this is what's going on like we're gonna bring people over you're gonna have a bunch of women naked for you to have fun with and then she would rob them blind and disappear Mm -hmm. right so that's how his story started Because then he was He One of them Ended up being the dad
1: That's smart
0: <laughs> I mean Whatever works right Right And then so He was a file clerk For the The local count Local county in Florida And then he ended up Going to Tampa University Yeah And then He got his degrees And everything And then eventually Was recruited by the FBI
1: Yep
0: Rookie So now there I don't know if you know The, the, the story The storyline Like Back in those days, like, when you, you deal with snitches, like, you always want to pay them for the time, right? You always right. want to like compensate them. The government at that time was allowing $10,000 per, like, C, CI. Like, you, you get $10,000, you get to distribute it as you see fit. Correct. Right? But Mark the, the handlers, which is the agents who were handling the, the CIs, they would literally, like, be pocketing some of the money. But... You hear about this one new agent who's out there giving the money away. Like, he's like, hey, you give me information. I'll give you this. Yeah. I'll give you that. So he got transferred to Pikeville, Kentucky. And that's where his story really starts. And he's married. He has a he, he had his wife and he has a, I think it was a son. I'm not I'm not remembering right. But I think he had a son. Anyways, he's married with a kid. And they moved to Pikeville from Florida. To you know, pursue his FBI career. Yeah, and then there was this young guy. There was what well, he was younger. He was used to go and rob banks. Yeah, they call him Cat Eyes. Yeah, and he was the only one robbing banks at that time. I don't know why they didn't put two and two together. Right, and he was robbing banks, and he would, every other they would wear these masks, and then his mask would turn on his face, and then he wouldn't really notice that the mask would turn, but he still wouldn't know where he's going because he's robbed these banks so many times. It's like. It's like having a blind person walk inside their house. They know their way around. Right? So that's where he got the nickname Cat Eyes. So then, in the mid-1800s, he formed a relationship with Susan because Susan was living with Cat Eyes at the time. Yep. And that's where the story goes. Bingo.
1: So, as this is happening, the name of Cat Eyes is Carl Edward Lockhart. Like back mentioned, he's a bank robber that they're trying to get fbi is trying to get him and they were working together eventually at the end of the year december 1987 lockhart was arrested and sentenced to 57 years in prison the mm-hmm. following year but even after susan was able to get all this information from mark putnam he still wanted to maintain a relationship with her mm-hmm. susan kind of was like hey no we should cut this off and we all know we, we, we all know that you know what i mean like there's the guys who are like a little too clingy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And Susan got her $5,000 and she was expected to be done. But Mark was the one like, no, we should still see each other. We should still do this. Even though he's a married man with a kid. Like, like what? But that's not the worst part of all of this, right? Um, I did want to mention too, the the 5000 that she got back in 1987, probably like around $11,000 today in today's money that they estimated on the website. shit. It's still not a lot, but I mean you you you're just giving him information. You're not like helping physically with the arrest. Right. $11,000 I want to say is like Jeff, life your, changing, put, but, but putting
0: your life at risk though, because remember it's a small town. True. Yeah, cuz she does y- have to testify.
1: You're right, yes, but it, it's not like a I $11,000 would be worth it. I would do it. That's not, like I said it's not life changing, but it, it you you're you're sitting pretty for a little bit. Eh. I don't know To anybody It doesn't matter man Come on 11000 I still wouldn't do it For okay. $11,000
0: Nah, It ain't worth it for me Alright 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 Well
1: 1988 The following year the relationship Turned sexual Mark tried to transfer To Florida Back to his hometown With his wife and kids Because mm-hmm. he just knew Like the temptation Was getting too bad With him and Susan Right And like I said This was something that He initiated at first But now he's like Clear mind state And he's like I gotta get the fuck Out of here But Guess what Mac what? Susan got pregnant.
0: Oh, shit. He didn't ah, wrap it up?
1: Shit. No, he did not wrap it up. Pullout game. Super weak for Mark Putnam. I guess they don't teach pullout games in uh, the FBI Academy. Nah, they just teach you how to pull out of the investigation. True. Not out of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he she gets pregnant in 1989. He actually suggested to her that hey, how about you have the baby and my wife will adopt this baby and we can raise her. Right. Or raise him or her, depending on what the gender is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Susan was, like, really upset by that. Can you imagine having, like, I mean, doesn't... Obviously, I'm sure she knew about the situation that he was in. But can you imagine you're the female in that situation and, like, you're messing around with some dude knowing he has a, hus- or a wife and then you got pregnant and then he's like, oh, yeah, but we can, like, adopt him from you. Like, what? Yeah, we'll raise it as our own.
0: Bitch. Motherfucker. Get the
1: fuck out of here with that. Yeah, weak sauce. That's some cowardly stuff right there. Right. So, she obviously refuses. And on June 8th, 1989, Mac, this is where it all goes down.
0: Well, We're going to back yeah, back rewind. Right real quick.
1: Okay. Rewind.
0: So, before all that, like, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the story, like, that, the details. There was an investigation after the whole, um cat eyes investigation after she helped put cat eyes behind bars. There was this local drug dealer that was growing like trucks and trucks of weed and sending it from Mexico and sending it across the U.S. Blah, blah, blah. And there was an informant that came in and tried to take Susan's place, right? So the informant comes in and... So that was at the time Mark was already like trying to escape from Susan. He was trying to, yeah, he was trying to detach himself. He's like, oh man, this is too much of a stress. I'm trying to be a good man to my wife and a good man to you, but I also need to be a good man to my family because at the end of the day, my family is all I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. once, once everything's done. And as he's doing all that, the informant comes in. He's paying the informant, blah blah blah. Susan gets mad and jealous that the informant's getting all his attention. She goes and tells the drug dealer that they're gonna raid his pot farm. Oof! So the deal—they already cleared out. They're ready. So when they ra- the raid happens. They find like maybe, maybe a couple containers of drugs. But he was like, "Oh, I don't know. This is not mine anymore. Like I, it, I own it, but I'm never here." Yeah. So. All that happens and then the drug dealer sends somebody to his house before he moves. Sends somebody to his house to burn his house down with him and his family in it. Oh, Yeah. So, then, to add, you know, vinegar and salt to injury, I, I have to say it like that because that's how much it burned. He finds out Susan's pregnant and Susan refuses and she's like, oh, I'm going to file a complaint and all this and all that. Like, she was dealing with the guy that was replacing Mark. And then, Walks. Mark said, "Oh yeah, I have a, a something coming up in two weeks that requires me to be in Pikeville. I'll be there when we get when I get there. We'll have that discussion. Yeah, and then we get to where you're gonna go. Go for it."
1: Yes, the nitty gritty of it, June eighth, nineteen eighty nine. The two were meeting up. I think it's a ca- casual conversation, mm-hmm. like you said. He was trying to convince her not to have this child. She was trying to convince him, or maybe not even convince him. She because I feel like not
0: to file a complaint.
1: That too, antifallic complaint, but I feel like once a woman's mind's made up, it's made there's up. no changing her mind, Mac, mm-hmm. I think both of you could say, both you and I could say that.
0: Even if she does change her mind, she'll hold that against your head, over your head forever.
1: Oh yes, 100%. So, the two got into a very nasty argument, it turned physical, and lo and behold, Mark Putnam puts hands on Susan, chokes her out, and eventually kills Susan. Soon and is then thrown into the trunk, where he though he he tries to dispose of the body in a very secure um, old road that used to lead to a coal mine that is no longer existing. But Mac, devastating.
0: But the, before he even disposed of the body, he drove and testified in court. Left the car and f- it's a rental. There's a crack in the windshield. Yeah. And he drives to court, testifies. While the body's in the trunk, comes back and he opens it. He's like. He ain't even smell, and then he draws and drops the body in the desert, deserted area. Mind you, Susan had two kids, two fucking kids. Yes, that's sh- like that Mark just took took their mom away from, you know. Damn. And he, it, I mean, it took his conscience for him to go and testify, it, like to not even testify to go confess against himself. Correct. But they would have found her at some point.
1: They would have found her at some point, and. The fact that you said this, he he tried to get away with all this, and and he's an FBI agent. I get it, like he's trying to defend, like you said, he was trying to get her not to complain because of his job security. And you know, the FBI is not like, I mean, think of like a police officer, right? There, they have to uphold a certain standard. They can't do X, Y, and Z that like a normal citizen can do. Right. Just picture like FBI is a little bit more secure, right? Mm-hmm. They have to do, they have to do less than even what a police officer can do because FBI is a little bit more secret. Mm-hmm. to they to, to higher officer. standards yeah. you know what I mean they're held to higher standards and they're not the CIA I'm not saying like oh like they have a created false identity yeah. and like you can't track their history nah like we know like this guy's background you know mm-hmm. but it's just held to a different standard so I get why he was upset and why he talked to her and why why he was trying to convince her but man for it to end like that bro that's just that's all bad that's just you gotta I don't know man
0: I'm, I'm gonna say something and I hope I'm not judged based on what I'm gonna say right if he really wanted to and things that bad, like for her not to have the baby, there are ways to go about it. She was already a drug addict. All you have to do is give her drugs. Yes, she was clean a little bit. Give her drugs, maybe she loses the baby. Yes, I'm not. Again, I'm not condoning any anything that he did, but there are ways where he didn't have to take her life. No, you know what I'm Not saying, at all. Not at all. Because she didn't want to have an abortion, but he, he could have somewhat forced it on her in a way where to where he didn't very sneakily, you know? Yeah, in the way he didn't have to take. The, a mother away from two kids. Right. Right? I'm again not condoning a, you know, any of it, but it's just like
1: why yeah, that have to was his first option, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he became the first FBI agent to be convicted of murder. Yep, first.
1: The first. And he I was only said, man, he was
0: only there for two years.
1: Uh, yeah, that's crazy. His career was just getting started and yeah. uh, before you know it, it's over.
0: He was making a name for himself, c- catching these high rolling drug dealers and all that, the bank robbers he was making a name for himself making federal cases out of nothing
1: like like uh like Kendrick Lamar said man you can't trust the yams you can't trust the yams I don't, know if, I don't know if exactly that's what he said but he said something along those lines the yams is the power that be mm-hmm. you know and uh you
0: can't trust the power that be you i think he really got
1: can't. he said it got bill clinton so i mean it, it got did. bill clinton and it got marcuno it did it did it did, it did.
0: So, you know, despite being sentenced 16 years in prison, Putin only served 10 years due to good behavior. He was a model inmate.
1: Can you believe that? A model inmate. But then
0: again, he turned himself in too, so.
1: Yeah, but I I still don't like that
0: because. Especially in federal prison.
1: In federal prison, one. But two, like a model inmate, like, like, was his background pictured into that? Because like, what if you were like. And this is obviously, like, a different example, and I'm sure it varies person to person, but what if there was, like, you know, a murder, and, you know, he was a model inmate. Are you going to release him, like, six years short of his sentence because he was a model inmate despite what he did?
0: I think the thing for him, because he was an FBI agent, they probably didn't put him in gen pop. So because he wasn't in gen pop, he wasn't really getting into fights. He wasn't having altercations, so therefore... I'm using air quotes here. Model inmate. When you're not getting into any type of what they consider negative behavior, you know they call that model. Like you're, you're like you're minding your own business. You do your time, and you don't get any trouble, no extra trouble. I mean, if you're being kept away from Gen Pop, yeah, of course you'll be a a model inmate. Yeah. But, I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. It it was. Disappointing when I read that story, or when I read that news. Like as far as doing research for this, mm-hmm. like he was only released ten years into his sentence.
0: And the thing that that stuck to me was the fact that his, what well, I mean, I mean, ride or die. I guess his wife stuck by his side the whole way till she died of yeah. alcoholism.
1: That's what I was gonna say. I mean, I don't want to say that's karma, but it kind of is karma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, his wife died while he was in prison. Nineteen ninety eight, she died of a stroke, right?
0: Alcoholism. Oh,
1: alcoholism. Yes. So. I call it what you want but I'm gonna call it karma because I just feel like that was uh like I don't want, wish death on anybody mm-hmm. but I feel like that was kind of like he had it coming
0: she knew he was he didn't he told her that he committed the, he killed her and
1: that probably like stuck with her in her head like how mm-hmm. did I like end that's up why with she this started murder? drinking. yeah and then she started drinking heavily and he's in prison and well, you can't she had two him, kids together she has to drain not drain she has to raise a kid by herself two, two kids mm-hmm. by herself. And live with that kind of like knowledge and that guilt I mean that's fucking tough but uh, he did get released in 2000 and last we heard in 2016 he was a personal trainer
0: personal fucking so trainer. the next time
1: you're at your gym your local gym and you see an older gentleman because he was born 1959 so he has to be like almost 60 60 no, he, plus. he's 62 62 mm-hmm. 63 right depending on what when his birthday is 61 or 62 but if you see an older gentleman at your local gym and he's a trainer maybe ask does he know mark putnam and if he frantically tries to you know figure out an answer for you he might be mark putnam
0: you know it's crazy like i i had this conspiracy it was not a conspiracy right more like a a a madness thought Mm -hmm. i call it madness thought because it makes no logical sense but in a way it does think about this you know pain and gain yeah they were weight trainers right true where's mark putnam from
1: Ooh, from florida
0: what if he put them up to it? Ooh. Ooh. Just, just a thought. I don't Ooh, know. Ooh, okay. Just a thought. Right? Because he committed a crime even though he confessed to it, but yet he's still...
1: I forgot the timeline in that painting game. What was that? Like the 80s, 90s? Yeah, 2000s? but
0: he came out of prison at that time.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right, yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's I'm crazy. just saying...
1: It's a little sketch. Yeah. I'm just saying... Where it gets around it gets I feel around. like that would have Came out already though It's been like 21 years Since that True He's been released
0: You know me With my conspiracies
1: It's fun to think about it though It is You know
0: It is It's good to create These little Thoughts in your head Have little thought bubbles And like Huh I wonder mm-hmm. Hmm But if you guys are interested In like checking out the story man There's the movie That just came out I don't know if you guys are a fan Of uh, Game of Thrones But Queen uh, what did, what did, I forgot her name. I can't I can remember her. name. She's Bay. But anyways, she's the queen with the blonde hair, Daenerys, Daenerys Targaryen. Her fine ass. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, Daenerys, she plays uh Susan Smith. Mm-hmm. So, um the movie's called Above Suspicion. If you guys want to check that out, it's a really good watch. I watched it. Um It might, you know, it might give you different variations from the actual story, but then again, with movies, there's always that slight variation, you know, they try to change things around a little bit, but really good movie to watch, Um, but yeah, this one was intense because, again, like, it's someone, like, we're expecting to be protecting Even though, yes, uh, Susan's background wasn't really, like, the best. Like, yes, she was a drug dealer. She was a drug addict. She was cashing fraudulent checks. She was doing all the stuff that uh, somebody, like, in her situation needed to do. Because the mill in the area had closed down. The steel mill had closed. There was no work. So she had to make money somehow. Right. You know? So, I got it. But that does not justify murdering her.
1: No, not at all.
0: You know? So... I'm just saying, like someone who's supposed to be like out there investigating and protecting and making sure like his witnesses are taken care of or snitches are being taken care of whatever. She wasn't even put in witness protection first and foremost. They gave her money and told her to go try to figure it out.. I'm just saying. What a shame. I'm just saying. A lot of mishandlings in this situation. Maybe if she wasn't witness protection, maybe we wouldn't have had this conversation. Maybe if the U.S. Marshals were...
1: I, I think around. Mark, too, he also thought, I mean, just like I said, looking at her background, uneducated woman, she dropped out of middle she school. She was smart, though. She was smart, yeah, smarter than, like, what her background were preceding. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, if Mark knows about this background and doesn't know too much about her and probably didn't conversate with her mm-hmm. too much, you know, he he's probably thinking this is, like, and, and for lack of a better word, this is some trailer trash from, you know, the background right. of Kentucky, and, like, I can get away with just, like, you know fooling her or or, you know doing this x y and z to her and and get away with it but you know clearly he wasn't and uh, a lot of mishandlings of the situation but it is sad to see like you said it's the first and only killing by an fbi agent that we know of so that we know of right that we know of i you know i feel like like i said the fbi is different than the police but not quite the cia they're like kind of in that weird middle ground
0: i mean i wonder how many uh, killings the cia have done
1: Yeah, but see, the CIA... I'm sure you can find a bunch, but they're, like, hard to track the people.
0: Well, see, because the CIA technically doesn't operate on U.S. soil. True. That's true, too. FBI, they... That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think, yeah. (laughs) They don't operate on U.S. soil, air quote. Mac, are you a CIA agent? Shit, I might be. (laughs) (laughs) In my dreams. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. It just sucks that those two kids... Had to lose their mom. The way they did. The way they did. Yeah. You know? Like, it's it, it just heart, heart-wrenching. You know, like... To, to me, like... I don't I don't really trust anybody in the government, to be honest. Like, there are some, like, yeah, you see them, like, you're like, alright, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Because they sh- they've shown you, like, they want to do better. They're trying to do better for the community and stuff like that. But when somebody is blatantly goes and commits a crime and then hides it for, for weeks and months and then later confesses about it when the body turns into skeleton. Like, okay, that's how I know it took him a while to confess. The body was already bones when he confessed. Damn. So... Well, think about it,
1: too. He didn't, like, give her, like, a proper burial, too. So I'm sure, like, a lot of, like, like rodents and... Uh, scavengers and bugs got to like very quickly you know that, that
0: helped the decomposing process right. yes but it's still her body was all bones like nothing but bones no meat nothing left that's crazy so it, but all of it was found in one piece like all in one area so it wasn't like dragged around he took True. him he pointed to exactly where he buried it, where he put her so it goes to show how long the body was there so the fact that he only got 16 years that goes that shows premeditation. to me the if you have time to bury somebody and you have time to take them to a secluded area that shows premeditation he should have been serving 25 to life but he's an FBI agent man. I don't give a fuck who I'm just is.
1: saying no I, I agree with you but <laughs> I'm saying that's why he got special treatment
0: you should be they should be held to a higher standard yeah because the fact that they're there to serve and protect and they go and commit such a heinous crime like for example what's that guy's name Derek Chauvin Yeah After what happened When he killed George Floyd What is he getting 26 lives 26 years or something I bet you He won't even serve Half of it He'll probably get out Low key So low key Nobody will even know He got out
1: Oh yeah Because if they announce That to the public That he's getting out early Ooh He's gonna
0: get out There will
1: be an uproar Mm
0: -hmm. He's gonna get out And nobody's gonna even know That he even got out Right And then by that time It'll be too late When somebody recognizes him They're gonna record him And it's gonna be like Oh wait he had probably Had been off like Two three years already As far as you know You know what I'm saying Right So Maybe the CIA recruits him Who knows We'll see Who knows that would be interesting It would be interesting But it just goes to show Like I can't You can't really trust What they're telling you In the government nowadays Nah They're just telling you What they think you want to hear What they What would think Would keep the public Somewhat controlled Like we talked about yesterday About that, them listening to us Through our devices and shit Yeah You know It's true like literally I was talking about Some shit yesterday Literally I was talking about Some shit yesterday And I go on my phone Guess what I see That shit you were talking some about Some shit I was talking about Oh Recommended for you What I didn't like look what? for it I didn't look it up Right So how the fuck Do you know I'm looking for it Yeah You know what I'm saying So it just goes to show me That's why like Whenever they say Allow to track Hell no Hell no App,
1: hell no fucking app not to track
0: So Fuck all that Fuck all that Fuck all that, <laughs> that's, oh. that that's the name of this episode Fuck all fuck that Fuck all, all that <laughs> FBI, not FBI. (laughs) Fuck it. No, fuck bull it. I don't know. We'll figure it it out. (laughs) But anyways, that's the story of Susan Smith and Mark Putnam. That one's intense. It was intense. What you got for the folks, Noah?
1: Man, be sure to follow. Be sure to like. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating review. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to give us a follow at a sip of crime that's at a sip of crime on instagram shout out to amanda she couldn't be here with us today she is feeling a little under the weather but we hope you feel better and shout out to true 100 radio it's about tru the number one hundred radio.com check out their website check them out on instagram check them out on twitter shout out to jamal shout out to George. shout out to everybody a part of true 100 the station hey. and yeah i think that's it
0: Hey, man, by the way, we take suggestions, we take requests. Yeah. If you have a story you want to hear about, you haven't heard about.
1: Oh, I got a few from Jules.
0: Oh, that. Jules, man. Shout out to Jules, Shout out to Jules. Jules always hooking it up. You know, Loki, we're going to hire her as our producer. We
1: should. Um, Once we get that studio figured out. Well, she's producer all the way She might even be a guest
0: Might even be a guest I got a few people who want to hop on too, So Good, because during football season, I'm going to need a break <laughs> <laughs> But with that being said, man like We appreciate y'all for tuning in the way y'all do um, Y'all know the drill, man Do your research Get vaccinated if you need to Wear your mask Stay safe out there Wash your hands Wash your ass Wash, Wash your, your ankles Wash your legs Wash, Wash your between your toes Shit, wash your face, cause some of y'all face be grimy as wash fuck. Wash your elbows. Shit, head, uh-huh. shoulders, shoulders knees, knees, and toes. toes. Knees and, and toes. toes. That's the song for y'all. Wash your gooch. Hey, <laughs> 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 it's summer. That shit be <laughs> <laughs> right. It be stanky It'd be up right. in that <laughs> <hungry. laughs> it be right foot in the beer. Shower
1: two times if you need to.
0: <laughs> if you need to, shit, carry deodorant. <laughs> but have a good day, man. Be safe. Stay blessed. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace out. Peace.